And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, our Sunday reaction. Paul joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler at the University of Virginia, and Zach Bloomquist, the best executive producer in the game. Off a big win today. Another big Dolphins win. Jack, big Steelers win. Vikings are battling the Chiefs right now. It's pretty funny. We'll get into the Steelers-Ravens to start off, but uh, right before we left, I was just watching the beginning of the Viking game before we recorded, and from the time, I, I think I had Red Zone on, and they showed the kickoff and then went away. And I said, okay, let me let me get over to the Viking game. And I lost the remote for a minute, two minutes. And I'm digging around, like trying to find in the cushions. Finally, pull it out, turn on the Viking game. And, and, I, see, and I see Patrick Mahomes on the field and Jim Nance going, wow. And uh, and then, so Mahomes and the Chiefs will take over on the 45. <laughs> I was like, what, what the hell happened? And rewound for a second. And see, like, oh my God, we fumbled first play of the game. Like, I couldn't even switch channels. Before the Vikings did the same thing they've been doing every single game this season, it just—I uh, I guess that's just who they are. And I, did, did, did you see been. Justin Jefferson's response to that? No, I didn't. I didn't see. I, I probably similar to mine. I just threw my hands up and immediately called my dad and brother who are, are in the car right now, and they were just like, "Yeah, yeah, sounds about right." Where, where are they headed? Where are they? Going? Uh, I think that they're apple. They were apple picking. We had a nice family apple picking thing. Oh, I, I got some uh, pumpkin picking tomorrow. Nice at, at eleven or eleven or twelve. What um. What was Jefferson's reaction to it? He just like, so like he was walking away from the scrum and just turned around and saw the Chiefs had the ball and just put his head down and started shaking it and like took off his gloves. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, he's that is, just, that's the reaction he, to have. He's gone to, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> that's where I'm at too. I, look, football <laughs> season, every single year I get excited for this damn sport. And every year I feel the exact same. Like mid-October, I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I mean, the lows are very, very low. Speaking of highs though. To, uh, Oh, but the highs are very, very high. Yeah, well, the first game we'll talk about, Steelers-Ravens, kind of looked how we ex- expected to some degree. I mean, the, the craziness at the end, maybe not, but these games are always almost like Yankees-Red Sox in baseball, where I feel like those games all the time, you could be up 8 nothing, and next thing you know, you're down 10 eight. Like, those games are just crazy. The last Steelers-Ravens uh, are sort of like that. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but the last, I believe, six or seven games, including, actually not including today, but before today, have been decided by less than five points. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. Today, down to the final seconds well, as well. it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback either. Like, you've had games with Lamar out. You've had, like, oh, we've had quarterbacks we've had, are in. It's crazy. The last, last time Lamar beat us is when Duck Hodges played quarterback. And we <laughs> still could have won. We almost won that game. It's it, it wasn't really a pretty game to watch, especially in the, the, the first half. Really, through the fourth quarter, it was kind of a, a nightmare. And it's always great watching Jack's texts come in during football Sunday. He's just like, Pickett's horrible. This Super offense Bowl's is back abysmal. On, by the way. Yeah, Super, Super, Super Bowl's, Bowl's on. Super Bowl's on. It's, very, I, they, it's watching them in the for most of that game. The Pittsburgh offense is dreadful. It's good enough. Oh no, it's, I mean, it's good I, enough. It's sort of. I guess I mean, it's good enough. Your defense wait, wait, is good enough. First place, three and two, two and zero oh in the division, going into the bye. It's fine by me. So I, Steelers fans, me. speaking on behalf of all Steelers fans right now, you're saying you, you guys are jacked I, up. Oh, I think that the that last drive, the game winning drive, Pickett to Pickens, that signaled the start. The turnaround. Uh, the turnaround is something something good here. <laughs> Defense is the best in football. Pickens is a dog. Jalen Warren's a dog. Jalen Warren had a uh, that hurdle was amazing. First place going to the bye. I mean, we we seem to be giving Cleveland and Baltimore Ziggy, do some you flowers. Think, do you think this was more of a steel good Steelers showing at the end or a Baltimore collapse? Because I, I, was, I very clearly I, have my. I've said also for a long time that Lamar, he's atrocious. Lamar's atrocious. I that thought would be, he was be, fine. Oh, I, he scored ten points today. He scored one touchdown. The the interception at the end was bad. But Ziggy, what do you think? The, more of a collapse or more of a wow? Pittsburgh like gutted this one out. 
Uh, I, I just, the first thing I want to know is how much the Steelers are paying Nelson Aguilar. Because clearly that man was on the payroll of the way he played today. I mean, look, the Steelers play good defense. There's no question about great that. Defense. Yeah, great defense, right? This this is an excellent defense, and it's very fitting that TJ so Watt ended fun. the game. I mean, most and I'll say this too, like that that they the Steelers offense had an excellent couple of drives, but I worry about how much this team is dependent on like a single really big play to win them their games, mm-hmm. right? Like there was that pick in seventy plus yard touchdown. What was that against the Raiders? Yeah, yeah. Or no, there the, was the pick, no, that, was that was the Browns. Uh, that was the Browns. Right? Awesome yeah, against the, the Browns. Browns. Yeah, awesome. yeah. There was the Austin long play. There was the another uh, Pickens long play. Like was a forty-five yard touchdown. That was today, game. right? Yeah, forty yards. Yeah, so like the Steelers are only scoring if you have a receiver going for thirty or more yards or and a defensive that, touchdown. Yeah, and like that is a recipe that can win you some of these games, but that is not a recipe for long-term success in the NFL because you just can't count on those plays. Jackson, now the Steelers, win. you never know. Look, I, I think a dub's a dub. I think a dub is a dub. But I'm saying you're saying the Super Bowl's on. The offense needs to get better <laughs> because you're not getting four or five of those kinds of games in a row. I'll tell now the you, good news. Well, go, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. You continue. You go ahead. You continue. continue. I was going to say the Steelers have some time to figure it out, right? Isn't there bye this week? Yes. So they've yeah. got a bye week. They've got a little bit of time to figure this out, and then they play the Rams, the Jaguars, the Titans, and the Packers. Right? Games they should be competitive in. So they have a little time to figure this out. But they need to figure out a way to get the ball moving. That's not forty-plus yard touchdown. Yeah, at the end of the game, there in in the second half, the Steelers' defense had three sacks, a safety, a forced fumble, and an interception. All, I mean, remember, all in the second bears. half. Well, it's the eighty-five bears. <laughs> eighty-five bears. The Ravens, though, in the fourth quarter, so they gave up the safety, and then they had the turnover in the end zone. After you guys looked like you fumbled the game away, you had to have thought the game was over after that, right? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I, 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 I found it so fitting that. We get to stop. Defense does their thing as usual. And then here's here's Garner Leshevsky, who's he's been horrible. He's been, he's been yeah. horrible. He hasn't been good. And I, I, I don't know. I was just, I was speechless. Well, you get the pick and then they give up the late touchdown to Pickens when it looked like you guys were really just gonna go down and tie the game. Right? Or tie the game, I believe. No, it was uh Or did you to win? It was 10-8, 10-8, right? It was 10-8. So it would have been eleven ten. Yeah, just a really, really exciting ending to another great game in this series, but the, the question for Steelers fans, even though I look again, I'm very much on 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 the the boat of just win, like just win these division games. They're always tough, especially in the AFC North. So whatever you do, great. But even though it's so weird to find you guys in first place in the North, given the way you've looked, I think the Steelers look horrible. I really don't think they look good at all. But you're sitting here in first place. If you can figure it out on offense, I I don't know how you're gonna do it because Pickett doesn't look that good to me. No, no, no. But you if you can do it, all of a sudden you guys are yeah like a serious playoff. You know, what's, you know what's funny today that uh that touchdown to Pickens to win the game, they filmed the booth with Matt Cannon and all the other coaches. Oh, Cannon must have been going crazy. Everybody, no, no, no. He Everybody wasn't. was going crazy. Matt Cannon was looking like surprised and confused and upset. <laughs> that wasn't his play. <laughs> that wasn't his play. He was playing conservative, running a little jet sweeps, you know, little two yard runs and all this what, stupid what nonsense. The hell happened there? He wanted to play for a field goal. I think Pickett's. Like, I missed that. He, I missed like, that in the reaction. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't his play. I think Pickett or someone's like, no, no, screw this, let's go and win the game. <laughs> yeah, it's like Rudy. Yeah, he threw a bomb touchdown to Pickens, go fourteen ten, and Matt Cannon had a surprised look, like, what the heck was that? Everyone else was going crazy in the booth. He's like, wait a minute, that wasn't my play. Wow, wow, I didn't see that, but a great win for you guys. So, so congratulations to the Steelers because. Now you find yourself in first place somehow. I, 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 how? There were a few 
points where we'd start with the we'd start with the ball in like our own forty six or forty five yard line. And I watched the game with my brother, my dad, and one of my brother's friends, who's a Steelers fan. And they're just like, I guarantee you here, starting on our own 46, we will not cross midfield. Oh, it, it, no, it was, it was just like watching your offense at times. It's just like, all right, like, like, let's see how many yards they can lose on this play. And, yeah, yeah. and for some reason, they still insist on giving Najee Harris the ball. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, Warren is so much better than he is. Like, yeah, I texted noticeable. Jack. I texted Jack after they forced the punt, the one they fumbled, which Baltimore recovered. And I was like, ooh. I don't know if that was a good. I don't know if that was a good stop there for the Steelers putting their offense back on. Like the, the defense may have had a better chance of scoring, and I thought Watt was going to score at the end. I did too. I had five bucks on defensive touchdown. Also, so, so we need. <laughs> of Jim, course, you did. JPJ needs to play more too. I've been saying that as well. JPJ is our number one corner. Well, we didn't say no. Yeah, you, you said that for a long time. I'm done with Patrick Peterson. I, I told you that. Everyone's was, wide open. Him 24 seven. He's got to be. I told done. you that was going to be an issue. But yeah, we've been saying on this show, and you've been saying in particular for a while, play the young guys, especially Joey Porter Jr. Oh, geez, he's JPJ has been awesome. The few snaps he's gotten. Yeah. So there you go for the Steelers. Um, Congratulations. Joe, JPJ had a great line to OBJ after he got that interception. Um, According to like a Steelers beat reporter, he leaned over and told OBJ to go back to being a family man. (laughs) Like he just told the guy to retire. But I mean, look, boy, you offloaded Chase for this guy. You got to be feeling pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The Texans and the Falcons. Uh, Atlanta came away with a 21-19 final. Pretty sure you called a game-winning field goal for Atlanta, Jack. Yes, yeah, a young Waiku from Ridgewood. In the predictions, yeah. yeah. I, I said that exactly. From Because I, I got a text from a few people that just said, is Jack a wizard? I, yeah, I said, I, said the ja- Aiden. I said the Jags over Buffalo, and then I said young Waiku game-winning field goal. Yeah, yeah. So so you yeah. actually predicted that one, right? And, oh, and the cap of the week. How about a applause for the cap of the week once again hitting just a, uh, another great pick I won't with the money line sprinkle. No one will no one know that I was 2-3. and three. That'll be silent. But cap of the week one. Cap of the week one. Cap of the week one. <laughs> The, uh, the So the Texans lose to Atlanta. It was really a great finish to this one with two young quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud and Desmond Ritter, going back and forth at the end. And both of them do get the job done. Unfortunately, like someone just had to fall. We, we've kind of been rooting for the Texans to some degree lately. We're enjoying the Stroud ride. Um, so we'll start with them. I thought it was a great end for Houston, great momentum going into the next game despite the loss because in the second half, they had 49 yards in the entire second half. And then that 75-yard game-winning touchdown. So it was a good bounce back from uh, a team that was kind of struggling to move the ball throughout much of that second half. But once again, C.J. Stroud was able to deliver when it mattered. Dalton Schultz with a touchdown. Um, Ziggy, were you particularly impressed with with Stroud compared to some of his other performances this year? I continue to be impressed that C.J. Stroud is just not turning the ball over. Right? The single most important thing. He almost did. No, it was very close. And like he sort of got bailed out of that. I actually thought the record was going to break. Instead, he broke the record. But look, the thing about CJ Stroud is that he doesn't make mistakes and he does enough for the team to win, which is incredibly rare as a rookie. Right? He's going for 250 or more yards in every game. I think it was 249 today, but close enough. He had a go ahead touchdown when the game demanded it leaving the Falcons without a lot of time left. Like, whatever the Texans have needed him to do, he's done, and he did enough to win this game. Now, unfortunately, the defense couldn't hold it up. Ritter played well, got them the touchdown. He actually, or not the touchdown, the field goal, got them what they actually needed to win. But C.J. Stroud has consistently done what the Texans have asked of him, and I don't think you can help but be impressed by that, especially because he lost Tank Dell in the middle of the game. I know, right after I play him in fantasy. Jack, yeah. you you last year got to watch Kenny Pickett grow as the season went on. He got better and better. And that's something we've said about C.J. Stroud and what we like so much about him is every week he improves. As 
the Texans got the ball back towards the end of the fourth quarter there. I was thinking in my head, this is a great opportunity now mm-hmm. to see what he's made of because the Texans really haven't had a game-winning drive opportunity this year. And Pickett started doing that towards the end of last year for you guys. He had a couple game-winning drives. Yeah, three or four. So when you like look back, and, and as someone who's recently had a rookie quarterback that they're keeping a, a close eye on, um, were you partic- were you like pretty impressed with the way he composed himself on that drive? Yeah, and going back to what to what Ziggy was saying as well, like th- like those game-winning drives are always tough. But the way he doesn't, he didn't seem panicked or phased. He doesn't turn the ball over. He plays a good game. He plays an efficient game. And I remember being so thrilled last year. When Big Ben was gone, I'm like, all right, I don't. How is Pickett? How is he going to be? And he takes us down the field and wins us the game. It was Baltimore, and right? And Baltimore, and Vegas, yeah, a few of them. And Stroud did exactly that. Like he did all that he could do. He's trailing late in the game, fourth quarter. He takes him down there, and that's all you can really ask. I mean, it's not on him that the defense allows Ritter to to lead the Falcons yeah. down. And it's but, uh, not just interceptions, right? He hasn't taken a sack in three games after taking eleven in his first two. I, we just keep talking about the Patriot game to his first, like the first time we saw him, how he got mauled, and people are saying this this line's going to get blown up this year, even though it was preseason. And I'm just 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 watching him, right? It's just you can see that he knows what he's doing. He knows how to play quarterback in the NFL. He's going to be a very good quarterback. So even in the loss, we're all sitting here saying, okay, that like. And, and again, it was a loss and a, the second half where they had under 50 yards before. before like, you need to account yeah, he, look, that they didn't move the ball. Stroud, the Falcons defense is pretty solid. And Stroud did all that he could do at the end. to win that game yeah. at the end of the game. So yeah. good takeaways for the Texans, even though there were some concerns with the offense not moving. The, the, you don't want to see with your rookie quarterback in those situations, him go out there taking sacks, yep. looking flustered, throwing interceptions, throwing balls behind receivers. And he doesn't do that. Hasn't done it all year. No, yeah. he's he's. I'm truly impressed with him, and okay. he was my guy coming out of. He was my number one quarterback coming out of. of uh, oh yeah, State. no, I, re- I remember that. Ziggy, a closing thought on Stroud before we get over to Atlanta. Stroud played well. Give him a little more time, and importantly, give him a run game. Damian Pierce was just not able to get it done today. Mm-hmm. If things get a little bit better around him, I think he can play like a superstar. And if things get a little bit better around him, and you give D'Amico Ryan's a couple years of the defense. I genuinely think this team could be a Super Bowl contender in a couple of years. Wow. They don't look far off, despite wow. losing to the Falcons. I, I think it's. I, I didn't realize that Will Anderson. It's the first time I noticed it, but that he's also a captain on the team this year. So Stroud and Anderson, both those top three picks, are captains. It's, it says a lot about the direction that the franchise is going in to have your two cornerstone pieces already being disrespected in the locker room. Pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, Stroud finishes. 30, uh, 20 for 35, 249, and that one touchdown. It's a fine game. Yeah, I mean, That's a fine game. G- g- really good Atlanta defense this year. Top 10 in most <laughs> metrics. Uh, speaking of Atlanta, though, we've been a little hard on Desmond Ritter in the past, and I think it was warranted. A lot of games he struggled. A lot of games um, the Falcons offense hasn't been able to move the ball if not for the run game, if Bijan Algier um, or Cordero Patterson, for that matter, are, are the ones moving. <laughs> and finally now, we get a breakout Desmond Ritter game. The first one, really, of his NFL career. He's 28 for 37 for 329 yards and a touchdown. Uh, no turn, no interceptions. And then he also has a rushing touchdown and four carries. So beyond that, he had the game-winning drive. We thought C.J. Stroud had it, but Ritter gets the ball back with, what, a minute 30, a minute 20 or so? Goes down the field and puts Youngway Koo, our Ridgewood friend, in position to kick and make that game-winning field goal. 
I was really impressed with Ritter. He made a couple big-time throws. Finally, you saw Kyle Pitts and Drake London get involved. Drake London with a really good catch late in the game. Did he score? London? Yeah. No. Uh, oh. no. Who scored the touchdown? Was, well, Bijan had Bijan had a pretty awesome touchdown. That was Zach's anytime TD today, Drake London. Is that the end of the streak? No, the streak ended last week oh, when Mike Evans got hurt. Oh. Well, you, I, I, that doesn't I don't count. Know if I count injury. It doesn't count. doesn't count. Well, it doesn't matter now. It's over. <laughs> Ziggy, as you watched Desmond Ritter today, was was this an encouraging sign for you saying, okay, maybe going forward this year, like he, he can be good enough to get this team to the playoffs? It's tough for me to get super excited about Desmond Ritter. And right? We've seen, fans like, F you. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 look we, we've seen so a lot of bad so games out of him, but I will say this this is the first game he's had in the NFL where I really felt like he looked good. Right. Was he perfect? No. Are you excited about the offense putting up only 21 points of all the weapons around him? No. But Desmond Ritter threw for a lot of yards. He took care of the ball. He didn't take those terrible sacks that he's been taking in the past few games that have just killed their offensive drives. Like Desmond Ritter played well enough to win. And at no point before this in the season was that really true. I mean, they beat the Falcon or they beat the Packers, excuse me. But that was because Bijan put up like 125 rushing yards. And the he was sort of the engine that game. Yeah, this was the game where Desmond Ritter said, look, guys, I got this. I'm going to be able to get us the win. Get on my back and let me take you there. Yeah, and whether it was like Jonu Smith or Drake London or Kyle Pitts, like he was able to get the people you need involved involved. And he won him the game. So great job. But... I'm not going to be super optimistic next week going in and facing the commanders. I mean, Desmond Ritter at home just does not lose. Was he 5-0 in the NFL now? In the NFL. What about Cincinnati? Got to be something ridiculous, uh, yeah, too, there, right? lost in Cincinnati. No, never lost <laughs> yeah. in Cincinnati. He's never lost at home. I mean, that's, that's incredible stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was impressed. I feel like he played a bit of, uh, in this game, with a bit of a chip on his shoulder because there's been so much talk about C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. and for good reason. I'm sure, like, we're not the only only sports media guys that are talking about C.J. Stroud. We're probably one of the only shows talking about Desmond Ritter, even after today. Right, Everyone's yeah. talking about Stroud going down the field, scoring. Like, most like, people aren't going to talk about Ritter Stroud if you're not murdered, in Atlanta. Murdered Jacksonville. Murdered Pittsburgh. Played well today. No one's talking about Ritter. He's probably like, you know what? Like, I'm a young quarterback, too. Let me show what I got down by a few points here. Let me take him down the field and win this game. Yeah. And that's what he did. And this was a game where you said it, Ziggy. The Atlanta rushing attack wasn't going to win it. They had 36 carries for 96 yards, to an average of 2.7. Yeah, Ritter won this game. You like you don't see that from the you don't see Atlanta winning games when the, when they don't have like 200 yards rushing or Bijan's going crazy. Like in the even last year, they needed to run well to win the game, and this was the first time in a while now that a Falcon fan can sit back and go, "Wow, like we won this game throwing the football." I, I remember with the Vikings with Adrian Peterson, and it's maybe not a great comparison, but when we had Christian Ponder, it was like. You know, we throw for 115 yards, and if if we had a 300 yard game, and he and Ponder won it, we were going like, oh my gosh, when when we can do that, we're unbeatable. I want to, uh, I want to go back here and pat myself on the back as well oh during our preview show for saying that this is going to be a close game, drive late by Atlanta, down by a few points, and Young Way Koo from Bergen County. Oh no, kicks, I, that's kicks, what, kicks a game winning field. That's goal. what I was applauding you for earlier. So, you you nailed this one, basically uh, down to the T. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see the future, I guess. But did, but did you expect Desmond Ritter to go for 329 <laughs> touchdown? No. I was impressed by that. Yeah. This he, played, was, he played a very good game. Congratulations to the Falcons fans. We'll see. If you can go do that against the Commanders, 
who, I mean, just got murdered by the Bears on Thursday night. Look, right now, too, I know the season's very early, but beating Houston seems like a somewhat decent win. No, it is a good win. And and beating the Commanders next weekend would be another. There, there's so many teams that are sort of on the cusp of be, being considered good or not. We still don't really know. Like, what is it, what is anyone in the NFC South, really, aside from Carolina being bad? Like, who's the best team there? I Maybe it's Tampa Bay. The Bucks. Like may, maybe though it wouldn't be surprised me if Tampa dropped a few and, and like so this is a great opportunity against the Commanders team who I think is similar. Who are the Commanders? We don't really know. You go beat them next week and they're four and two, right? Yes. Yeah, they will be. Yeah, and that's a great start. Uh, next week is very important because when you're a young quarterback and you win a game like this, where you you take your team down, the final drive, final two minutes, and win the game, it's important. Like the following week is a big game. Mm-hmm. Not to be too hungover, just continue doing what you're supposed to do. Like last year, remember when Pickett took us down against the Raiders, won that game. And then the following week, took us down, won it against Baltimore. So it's important to just stay on track. Like keep keep doing what you're supposed to do. A very winnable game, too. It's not like they're playing yeah, the, the Eagles or something eat, right. like that. Winnable game, like go get it done. Just And just to wrap this up here, the Falcons... Uh, had 26 first downs to 17 for the Texans, 447 yards to 313. Time of possession, 36 minutes to 24. They really dominated the game statistically. So at the end of the day, the better team did win. Here's going to be the most important thing to watch going into next week. It's not Ritter's progression, right? Ritter, I think he played well with this game. I think he can do it again. He's got that chip on his shoulder. The question is going to be the offensive line. Right. One of the most surprising stories to me in the NFL this year was that the Falcons offensive line went from elite last year. to like in pass protection this year, they looked like garbage up until this game. Zero sacks, four offsides penalties gotten from the defense. Like the offensive line was able to keep their cool and play pretty well, not give up any sacks. If you give Ritter protection, I think we saw it today. He'll play well enough. The question is just going to be whether the offensive line is going to be able to stay in sync and keep it together, not be a dumpster fire, which they weren't for the fourth quarter, which is what mattered. There you go. So pay attention to that next weekend if you're a Falcons fan. We'll we'll touch on this one quickly. Anthony Richardson today went down. He was 9-12 for 98 yards before getting injured. Again, I feel like – so I was getting back for the 1 o'clock games, and I got a text from Ziggy in our group chat that just says, Richardson's down looks bad. And it's the second time now this year that I've received the exact same text from Ziggy. And, you know, I, I watch, we watch Anthony Richardson closely on this show because we've talked about him a lot. I also have him on my fantasy team, so I watch that a lot. And this is the third game that Anthony Richardson has not been able to, to finish out of the first five for the Colts. He missed one completely. And this time it's a shoulder injury. We'll see. It's Just an AC joint sprain. Yeah, yeah. So it came it, back negative, right? The you, you get, yeah, no. So it's going to be an AC joint sprain. He's going to be out. My guess is they're going to be safe. Keep him out two weeks. Mm-hmm. They should have been in the group chat. I said from the second he went down, looks like an AC <laughs> joint sprain. He's probably going to miss about two weeks. So like he'll be okay. Dr. Zach versus Dr. Zach, who said out for the season. <laughs> <laughs> He's done for. I, Let's say we'll see. That's the kind of injury where if you give him a little time off, it'll recover just fine. It isn't his throwing shoulder, so they can't mm-hmm. rush him back, but yep. he'll miss a few games. Well, and that's again. what I'm wondering. Are you guys a little concerned at all? Because now it's been, yeah, out of the first five, three games hasn't finished. He had the concussion. He missed the game because of the concussion. Now he leaves with the shoulder problem. It's it's kind of, and I saw someone tweet out, and this is different because 
RG3 tore his ACL, but they're like, I wonder if we're going down the same path as someone who just keeps getting injured over and over and over again. And that's it's a little the bit, example they pick. I'd, I'd look. How about they pick Andrew Locke? Twitter's a weird place, but I, it's, regardless of the comparison, it's just the this is a guy who plays a really aggressive style of quarterback. Running is part of his game. It's what makes him special to a degree, or part of what makes him special. I'm a little concerned as the season goes on. He just keeps getting these these little things adding up. Eventually, like you could have a big injury. So uh, it's now on my radar, at least. It wasn't even after the concussions. I wasn't thinking about too much. But you see him go down and grab for things a lot. I'm a little. It's it's on my radar. I mean, as as it should be to an extent, because a lot of the time, and I'll I'll revert back to RG three. I know it's different, but when you have injuries early on in your career, you never like to see that. It's a tough adjustment. You're getting hit three times as hard in this league. You're not used to it. He's young. He's 21 years old. Really but young. Like, his, crazy young. His his physical build, he's a big, strong guy. I'd be more concerned if this was a guy like Bryce Young or a, a, a Kyler Murray or somebody small like that. But I, I wouldn't... I, I think he's going to be fine. Okay. I wouldn't look too much into it. Okay. Concerning for sure a little bit, but I, I'm not too worried. All right. So we're all... We're all okay with this right now. Ziggy? I mean, look... I'll say this much. We don't really know whether Anthony Richardson is injury prone because it's not like he played enough games at Florida to be able to tell. (laughs) But look, the kinds of injuries he's getting, right? This isn't like his fourth hamstring injury, right? It's a concussion, which can just happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. It's a bad fall on your shoulder, which can just happen to anyone. Like these aren't the kinds of things that should freak you out. The thing that worries me more actually is just every time Anthony Richardson is hurt and misses a couple games, that's a hundred snaps. He's not going to be able to get back or more. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate this development stalling a little bit, but Colts fans shouldn't be worried that it's the second coming of Andrew Luck. We just haven't seen enough. These are sort of small, freaky kind of injuries. He should be back in a couple weeks and he'll get back to playing again. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. We said, we said just an episode ago that he's arguably the most exciting guy yeah. in the league to watch right now. So if, if this was his left shoulder, he would have come back and finished the game. I really believe that. I don't think this is a big deal at all. Okay, good. Hamper the uh, the fears of Colts fans, perhaps. The voice of calmness, Robert Ziggy Ziegler. Uh, let's go to, we have a couple more games here, and then we'll wrap up because we're just going over the 1 o'clocks right now. The The Lions, I mean, they look really good. 42-24, they beat up on what you say is the worst team in the National Football League, the Carolina Panthers. They're the worst quarterback of all time. (laughs) Because they have the worst quarterback. You're not not even giving them five weeks. I'm confused because I I, I will say I watch a lot of college football. But, like, do I watch more college football than these NFL GMs and these these higher-ups? I guess I do because I could have told you don't draft this kid. (laughs) Like, don't draft him one or don't? (laughs) He will not have one winning season. He's small. He he looks like a headless chicken. He doesn't know what he's doing. He, he's not an NFL quarterback. Yeah, but the, the Panthers the Panthers don't have anything right now. You got to let him build up a little bit. Put Bryce Young on the Texans, dude. You know you're 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 a lunatic. You're, if, you're one of these guys who gives he doesn't even give people five games. If you put Bryce Young on the Texans, they're also zero sex. You think it's CJ Stroud like, on the Panthers? They're they're, they're not winless. He's, he's he stinks. I, I I have to give people more time. I, I could have told Carolina, whoever. Runs there. You think this is ridiculous, right? Five games in. Look, Bryce Young is throwing. I'll say this much: the the two interceptions did actually worry me. Right, this is the first game Bryce Young's played where I worried a little bit. But on the other hand, I mean, everything in Carolina is letting him down. Right, Frank Reich is calling terrible plays. Right, Bryce Young. 
like what he offered was processing speed and intelligence, and he's not being given an offense that lets him take advantage of that, right? They don't have innovative play calling. I'll say he's gotten better weapons than I thought. Like Adam Thielen has actually played pretty well, but Bryce Young is having serious growing pains. I think you have to worry a little bit about how he's done. My concern isn't as much of Bryce Young as the offense they've got around him. They have to get someone else in next year to develop him a little bit better because Reich is just not going to be that guy. I mean, he looks confused and lost and totally, totally out. Like, yeah, he's horrible. And I could have told Carolina. Reich or Young or both. No, no, Bryce Young. Everyone. Bryce Young, Bryce Young. But the Panthers are also, they're, I mean, they're a train wreck. But yeah, I, there's a lot going on. But this is supposed to be Detroit. I could have told the, you're right, okay. Mm. Oh no! Yeah, go, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we I, know. We know how you feel. We I know how you the, feel. The about Carolina Bryce. don't draft this guy. Look, when, when Bryce Young isn't pressured, he plays well, right? Every one of his touchdown passes, he threw three of them. He threw for 250 yards and three touchdowns with the Lions' defense constantly down his throat. When the line, offensive line played okay, he executed the game plan well. Like you knew what you were getting in Bryce Young. You were getting a guy who, when things are going okay around him, he will elevate them to the next level. But you can't just put him in a garbage offense with a terrible offensive line and awful play calling and expect him to do well five games in. Right? CJ Stroud has yeah. good play calling, a good offensive line, and better weapons. So I mean, like, take it easy. Yeah, take it yeah, easy. Yeah, just all, relax, all I'm man. saying is if you switch switch to quarterbacks, the Panthers don't have zero wins. You might be right. You you might That's be right. That's true, but also Bryce Young will be doing well on the Texans because he'd have an offensive no, line. They'd also be winless. They'd be 0-6. <laughs> All right, we'll go on. The the Lions, though, to get over to the Lions. <laughs> the whole point of this was I'm watching Detroit more and more, and I'm still not ready to put them on the tier one of the NFC, but it's getting pretty close because they have weapons all over the place. Yeah, they're they good. they they didn't even have Amon Ross St. Brown today. They didn't have Jameer Gibbs. And Sam Laporta steps up with two touchdowns. Only on three catches, but two touchdowns nonetheless. David Montgomery is turning into one of the best running backs in football behind that offensive line. 19 carries, 109 yards and a touchdown. He did. He had 90 and a touchdown in the first half. It's uh, The Lions, with Jameson Williams came back today, didn't really do much, but he finally got involved. If he becomes what they're hoping in Detroit, I mean, this offense is just clicking. And Jared Goff, Right now, is Jared Goff a top ten quarterback in football? Probably, right? Yeah, I'm definitely, surely, surely, yeah. definitely on that cusp. But I would say, yeah, I'd say so. Probably in like that eight, nine, ten area because he's just been money. And Detroit, once again, steamrolls someone. It's looking more and more like they are separating themselves to almost their own tier of tier two. Now, it depends if you want to put Seattle in there. Uh, but what, right now, Ziggy, did you see enough to put them up into that tier one right now, or are you still holding off like me? I mean, what, what more do you want from this team? They went to Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs, and people said, oh, well, that's just week one. Anything can happen. Then they took the Seahawks, who are pretty good to overtime, and people and freaked lost. out. And they lost. Yeah, they lost. They lost, but they took them to overtime. People were freaking out. Then they beat the Falcons by two scores. They beat the Packers by two scores. They beat the Panthers by three scores. Like, this team is clicking. You know, going to overtime against a good team, there's no shame in that. Otherwise, they played nearly flawlessly this year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what people are waiting for. The defense is great, right? Aiden Hutchinson looks better every single week. He is a genuine game record. Sam Laporta is going to smash all of the rookie tight end records that Kyle Pitts put out. Amon Ross St. Brown is out, as you said, doesn't matter. David Montgomery looks like the second coming of Barry Sanders. Jared (laughs) Goff doesn't make mistakes. What do you... Okay, that might be a little much, but this team's good. The secondary's yeah. fixed. What did everyone say going into the season? The offense is great. 
If you can just fix the secondary, get guys who can make plays and lock people down, they will be a Super Bowl contender. Well, they've got it. This team is right. ready to so, play. So, so Ziggy's saying Super Bowl. I, look, I think they are a Super Bowl contender for sure. I just don't know if I'd have them up there with the Cowboys. I mean, they're very, very close. They're, they're, they're very close for me. So this, I don't want Detroit fans to think I'm disrespecting them. I'm just not ready to do it yet. This seems really good. And the Tier truth, one? The truth, the truth of the matter is, I, I, I'd, I'd probably go Philly, San Fran, and then probably Detroit. Over Dallas, too? It's close. Man, you, I, you, you I, might be able to put them I, I might put them right in, next to in Dallas. that tier with Dallas. Mm-hmm. Right there, three, four. Uh, you're not going to go. So that would be the top tier, yeah. So you'd yeah, have. To I, mean, I mean, you won't go seventeen and zero. Dallas lost to the the Cardinals. A loss to the Seahawks is fine. Yeah, I think it just, I think it just woke them up more. They've won three straight games in dominant fashion. But I'm really surprised. Like this team, we've said this multiple times. This team has all the pieces. They have a lot of weapons. The defense is upgraded. They're ready to go. I'm like, wow, they I, got a cupcake schedule. We shouldn't be. They surprised. really do. I'm looking here, waiting for them to get someone. They got t- they're at Tampa Bay and at Baltimore the next two weeks. Both of those would be pretty quality wins. Yeah, especially- we shouldn't be surprised by this. The no, we, no, we no, saw, no, no. They're, they're good. They're they're, they're, they're good very team. good football team. And I don't want yeah again. I don't want Lions fans to think that I don't think they're really good. I think they're by far the fourth best team in the NFC. Maybe they can get up to third. I'm not there yet, but we'll see what happens with Dallas tonight against San Francisco. I expect that to be a close game. But the Lions fans. They were they were really excited last week when we put out the episode saying that uh, this is the most excited they've been in years, and a lot of them agreed, saying this is the most fun they've had watching football. They don't they don't really yeah. know fun NFL football for thirty years, so this is this is great for them. I mean, to go on it the sucks road, for us, but to go on the road, and I don't care that that Green Bay is Jordan Love, but to go on the road to a division rival like Green Bay, whoop them, and then come back and whoop another pro team by. 20 points. They're beating people down right They're now. They're murdering people. That, that, and that's I, what good teams do to the average teams. I think the loss to Seattle woke this team up even more. Probably did. It probably Because that, that was a game they gave away with a couple turnovers. Yeah. But they have all the pieces. They're ready to go. I'm, we're not, I'm not surprised by this at all. All right. All right. So this show is buying the Lions. And I, I'm in. I'm in too, unfortunately. Kind of, kind of yeah, sucks. If, you, if but, you told me the Lions would play in this year's Super Bowl, I, I wouldn't be surprised by it. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're four and one. You've got at least two quality wins and then two beatdowns that are big enough to be a quality. Like what other teams in the NFL are just dominating their games like the Lions? You know, I think about it it's like been like Buffalo until today. Yeah, pretty the much. Dolphins I mean, the, a little bit. Yeah, the Dolphins are winning the games. They win by a lot. Buffalo is winning the games. They win by a lot. The 49ers. But like no one else is winning all their easy games by two scores. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's oh, it'd be, it'd I'm be, not putting them there yet, but they're it, next week they will be. It would be dumb to sit back here and, and give them a red flag for losing to Seattle. No, no, I don't. Because, I don't think it's a big red flag at all. I don't yeah. think it's a red flag at all. Yeah, Seattle's a good football team. Yeah, I, I think Detroit's ready to go. So what I'm saying is right now I'd go Seattle, San Fran, and I mean I'm sorry, the Eagles, San Fran, and Dallas, and then right below that, the Lions. Than the Seahawks five. Detroit's probably for me the very top of tier two. Okay, and next week once they beat the Bucks, I'll probably put them up in the tier one. They win in Baltimore. It's, it's also uh, yeah. That, that, <laughs> I want to see those two road games. But congratulations to the Lions again. Um, it's annoying, but it's pride. The pride. Yeah, yeah, the pride. The pride. Last game we're going to talk about here: Dolphins thirty-one sixteen. Zach, you know, throw yourself on the camera, man. I mean, <laughs> another 
Another great win. That was good. Bouncing yeah, back. That was, yeah, I that mean, was like unusually you're getting good. A lot better. That was unusually good. You're getting a lot better. I don't know where that came from. Coming coming off that horrible game in Buffalo, this had to felt pretty good, right? Oh, it felt fantastic. Yeah, you were yeah. at the bar down in Nutley. Nutley, you know, had to go down see everybody real quick. Dolphins fans, everyone's happy down Everybody, there. Everybody's happy down there. Nice cover. The amount, of, you know, nice cover. The amount, the amount of Tua's I heard chanting Tua. Yeah, you look. Was that after the first interception or the second <laughs> interception? Uh, it was. It was the whole game. If he intercepted, if he got intercepted, if he didn't get intercepted, <laughs> we were chanting to a. Wow. You guys have like, You guys have a lately a two man rocking crew between uh, Tyree Kill and Devon Achan. Achan, baby. Achan. Yeah, he's amazing. I keep saying Achan. I'm finally. Achan. I, 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 that's I, I, the, I the Dolphins' media guide said Achan, so I don't blame you. The okay. media guy got it wrong. Achan. I'm A-chan. watching Najee plays like damn. Like why can't we have this guy? Oh, oh, listen to his numbers. So, so since coming back really week three, that's when he first started playing. Achan has had 18 carries for 203 yards, two touchdowns, rushing, two receiving against Denver. That was the 50 point crazy fantasy game. Week four at Buffalo, eight carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns, and week five against the Giants today, 11 carries for 151 yards and a touchdown. Like he's not touching the ball that much, but he's still playing up 150, 200, 100. It's, I, I mean, mean he's just another weapon for them to work yeah, with. It's, it's crazy. He's so explosive. He gets the ball and he takes off for 40 yards a carry. But it's like, of course, the Dolphins get this guy, right? Because the Dolphins don't have enough explosive weapons. It's, I, mean, I mean, they this, are just absolutely spoiled with how fast they are. This Dolphins team might be the fastest team in the NFL. Because, like, I looked up, I sort of did the math. Jalen Waddle is the fourth fastest person on this offense, right? He's behind a Chen. He's behind Mostert. He's behind Hill. So like Jalen Waddle, who was like setting track records at the university of Alabama. Who's he known is for being this, fast. Like, yeah, no, he's incredibly Waddle, like, fast. He's a speedster right? in the NFL. No, I mean, what was Waddle's 40 time is like a four, nine. He runs his, or excuse me, is a four three. Four, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like, wait a second. I was gonna say I might be able to beat Waddle if he's running four nine. <laughs> slow. He's, he's no, no, slow. no. Like that. Yeah, no. He 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 ran a four three at the combine, and he is probably the fourth fastest person on this offense. It's stupid, and like this is why. Like, I don't know as a defense what you're supposed to do against this because if you play everyone back, what Buffalo did. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> he, just just be really good, yeah. but like. In general, if you're a defense, if you play everyone back, then they're just going to get 15 yards on some underneath router run. If you try and play guys up close, you'll get a Tyreek Hill 70-yard touchdown. If you try and bracket two of their guys, two more will take their place. Like, as long as the offense gets a little momentum early, it is extremely difficult to stop them. And boy, I mean, the Bills did a decent job, but it's not like HN didn't get his, right? He went over a century. He got two touchdowns. They're tough to stop. Yeah. I mean, look, and, and this this win today, the Dolphins were an 8-1 to one favorite. They didn't look great, but they did what you have to do. You're off a loss where you got beat down. You come home and you take care of a team that's subpar, and you beat the crap out of them. Not even playing a great game. Yep, and Daniel Jones, he was sacked 11 times last week against Seattle. That was a big deal that people were making, and it should. 11 times, what was it, tied or one off the record, something like that. Sacked six times today before he left. With a knee injury. So the, the Dolphins were getting after him all afternoon. And that, that was good for you guys because we've had some concerns with the defense. It seems like that could wind up being what determines your fate. How, how that Vic Fangio defense progresses throughout the season. As you go against some of those great quarterbacks in the AFC. 
but it was great to see a bounce back here because a lot of us were starting, sorry, we were kind of starting to question just like, is, was Miami a little bit overrated the first few weeks? And I think we all agree right now that they're a very, very good team that will beat the crap out of the average team, sort of the way the Lions are doing. And then we'll, we just need to see them do it against the big boys. Go get that, go get that like signature win on the season. And uh, in Philly in two weeks, I mean, that, yeah, that'll be yeah, a, a yeah. great defense. If you go in and win that game, it's, it's awesome for you. Like that, that's the win right there. That's one you need. Um, yeah. Congratulations, Zach. You must be, uh, must be thrilled. Bill's lost road, too. On the road to the Super Bowl, baby. First place? First, First place. place. First place feels pretty darn good. Hey, don't look now, but the Vikings are beating the Chiefs. Don't look now. 14 to 10. Yeah. And you know who's not doing anything? Justin Jefferson. Addison just had a touchdown. I know. So watch out. I mean, Super Bowl might be on for everyone on this show. I mean, yeah, if you win today, it could, why not? It's, it's back on. Well, yeah, you, I, I mean, mean well, why, why can't four teams make the Super Bowl? What rule <laughs> says that? Well, <laughs> it'll be me and Zach and wait, 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 four, four, three, three. three. Unless if you're really buying into this Packer nonsense. Well, Ziggy, it'll be me versus Zach and the AFC chip. Winner plays the Vikings. That's that's what's going to happen. Can we'll you imagine say. the disaster if the Vikings were in the NFC Championship game? <laughs> That'd be like, I mean, you guys would get blown out of the stadium by the Dolphins in the, in the chip game. No, not if we're at home. Oh, you won't be at home. Well, we're the free seat right now. Oh, oh maybe, Buffalo, maybe Buffalo, if, wins, if Buffalo the wins the division. We host Miami. I'm imagining the Vikings starting off the Super Bowl. Like, with your luck and our luck, if we played the Steelers in the Super Bowl... We'd probably fumble eight times, and you'd recover six of them for touchdowns. We wouldn't get if we played Miami. We'd lose 48, 48 to six. I think it'd be like they, eighty-seven to three. They'd they'd score on four plays every time, and then we wouldn't move the ball. <laughs> I, I, yeah, our teams combined would get <laughs> still get murdered by the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's there's your week five reaction. We hope you enjoyed that. Please remember to like this video comment on the video whatever uh whatever we said that really impressed you or pissed you off either one go ahead leave it in the comment section please subscribe to the channel we're uh trying to build up to what are we chasing down 2000 right now yeah we're 1.6 right now somewhere yeah, around 1.6 and and we'll see what happens going forward but another fun week of football and then the games this afternoon are already off to a really fun start with probably the biggest game of the season tonight between the cowboys and 49ers on sunday night football so a lot more excitement to come on this sunday and uh, it needs to be exciting because after yesterday's Notre Dame game, I'm kind of devastated. A little bit done with football. So bring me back in, please. All right. We'll see you for the maybe another week five reaction part two. Maybe if Zach allows it. See ya.